You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. Happy Monday. Or whatever day it is. It is Carly Couch Day. Thanks for listening to us. Thanks for tuning in. Share the episode with somebody else if they need help with their routine. And if you need help with your routine, this episode is for you. Sounding like Matthew McConaughey. Hmm. Uh, that nigga started his book going out so hard. I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> like, why is he doing the most? <laughs> the most, but it's pretty good. Yeah, he's um, entertaining. He is very entertaining. And I like his voice. Mm-hmm. It's soothing. I'm so glad he narrated his book. Mm-hmm. Um, green light. But today we are talking about routines and... I am a person who likes freedom and I've always felt like, oh, I don't want to like, you know, be too glued to my schedule or be too glued to my planner or have to like put everything in a calendar because I was like, oh, that like stifles me and I I just want freedom. And what I've realized is that you actually get more freedom by having a set routine. And I wanted to talk about that today because it was a huge mindset shift for me um, in change, like realizing that by actually having a framework that you get more freedom. And so today we're talking about routines. But I feel like we've talked about routines often. So what's changed like recently or your like what is your relationship to routines or your thoughts about routines that have changed if, you know, we've been talking about using our planners and things mm-hmm. like that before, right? Mm-hmm. And I think during... Um, and, and I've always had a planner, but never really like kept, kept it until like this recently. So this year will be the first year I've like really tried to like stay on it. But being an entrepreneur and like not having a lot of set things in my schedule, I'm kind of leave, leaves a lot of float time for things like, oh, that could be whenever I can work out whenever today because I don't have a call until three. And then what changed is whenever I actually started putting those things in my schedule and deciding just being definite, like, okay, working out at 8 a.m. on this day or whatever, like, it it has really given me so much more freedom. And I just feel a lot less bogged down by trying to figure out when I'm going to do all of these things with all of this, quote-unquote, free time. Mm. It sounds like um, how people say, I want to say maybe Tim Ferriss said this before, too, that when you minimize your choices, that your energy's going, you know, towards a more important thing. So it almost sounds like that with you, that, you know, if you know every day I'm going to wear the same gray shirt and black pants, like that's just something less to think about versus doing all the time each day to be like, oh, what am I going to do this? Maybe I'll do it then or going with the flow, kind of trying to always think about like what's next, what's this, what's that. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's there, then you already know like what your day looks like. But how is knowing what your day looks like freedom? And part of it is what you said with Tim Ferriss or whoever. So it's like making these choices. So if I cook dinner, like if I buy the stuff at the store and I cook and I'm like, this is what I have for breakfast and dinner and I'm going to do a smoothie, like it frees up a lot of time that I would be like, oh, I, but I could eat this. But ooh, what about this? And then 45 minutes later, I'm down a rabbit hole in Yelp mm. and trying to figure that Waste out. Waste the money on Uber Eats Bruh. like a dummy. And then just be starving <laughs> so you just end up like eating some nonsense. Mm. And it's like, no, whenever you plan better, it actually gives you a lot more freedom and brain space to use those thoughts and that time towards other things. So if I know that I'm going to work out at 8 a.m. on Tuesday, then I'm not like getting up and doing my routine and then being like... Touching her boss <laughs> off me. I'm sorry. That was an accident. <laughs> accident. Um, but then I'm not like 
getting bogged down trying to figure out, oh man, when can I fit it in with this? And then getting to the end of my day and being like, damn, I didn't fit it in. And then I'm stressing about it. What I realized is just writing the shit down, like having it somewhere and having something consistent frees up so much brain space for me. Like I'm not as mentally drained, I think. Hmm. Okay. And so is there a specific type of way that you have to set your routine for that to happen? Or is, was it, is it more of a mindset thing, shift? It's, I think it's more of a mindset shift. That's really why I want to talk about it because as someone who made it through undergrad and grad school without ever keeping a real planner, um, I don't know how in the world I did that. Um, but because I was like, oh, I just feel so bogged down. But like really I was just setting myself up for failure and making my life a lot harder. And so the mindset shift is like, you know, by being sure about certain things, like the things I know I'm going to do, the things I know I need to do for me, my personal upkeep, like my morning routine is fire. Your girl is 35 days in meditating straight. That's never happened. Um, you know, it just, it feels better. It feels good. And I feel more grounded and like my foundation is better. So I think it's a mindset shift and there's not one right way or one secret to tell you, yeah, do this with your routine and then everything works because we're all different people and we're all different from day to day and week to week. And so mine might change next month and that's fine. But just making sure that you're carving out time for all of the things that you need and you're setting them in stone so you're not, it's not up in the air. Like your whole day is not up in the air. And I think it's worth mentioning that all of us probably most likely have routines. It just may not be with certain things. So most people do tend to do probably the same type of thing when they get up or maybe every week you go take your car to get washed or there's certain things that, you know, certain time of day you call people or whatever, right? So you can identify the routines that probably already exist in your life and they, the fact that you may not think about that as like, oh, I have a routine is because it's so ingrained and it's like, that's just what you do. Um, but when you think about certain areas of your life, like particularly with work or um anything that's maybe a self thing, working out, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's like, well, why don't I have a routine there? Um, and it may be that, well, I just haven't put that much emphasis on it. Um, and it really, if you're being honest with yourself, might not have been an important space uh, for you to think you needed a routine. Or to what Carly kind of said, or, or a way that I can interpret that for myself, is that you may already feel like you're so busy, it feels like you have a routine, but your routine is really like, the fumbling around and like the kind of thinking about this, thinking about that, but not the actual, like what you're doing. Um, and so it is important to have a routine. Carly, what are, I think you've been alluding to them, but like, what are some more like the, the reasons why you should have routines? So one is so that things actually get done. And so you're not just fumbling through them. Um, so making sure that you stay consistent. I think having a routine also helps you stay on track with, with like working out or writing, like if you want to be a writer, you, you write 10 minutes in the morning every single day, regardless, even when you're not feeling it, like I feel like that helps push you over those blocks where sometimes we can run into stuff and, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. It's like, no, this is my routine. I'm going to do it. Even if it sucks, I'm just going to do it. And that helps us grow. Um, those have been some of the biggest things I've gotten from having a routine lately. And really having routines are having processes. And mm -hmm. so we've talked about that before where, you know, having a process related goals are much more efficient and effective than having outcome based goals. And you can create your routine and you can have control over your routine and you can commit to doing things however often, but you can't necessarily control what you're going to get out of it. And so I think a lot of times we're thinking about like, oh man, I need to do this or I need to make this or I need to lose X pounds, but you're not 
thinking about what's the process to get there. And so uh, it really feels like when you're talking about a routine, you're talking about setting a process for yourself. Absolutely. And it's a routine is, a, it's like a collection of habits, I guess. Um, and it's like we talk about thinking about who you want to be and where you want to be. It's like thinking about what it takes to get there and then creating your life in a way so that you do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I, mm, I've kind of always been a routine person. Um, because as a as far back as I can remember, like being in middle school and being homeschooled, like I'd have to wake up, do certain things, I had certain classes, and really even in our lives, I guess for anybody, like with school now or or with school, period, you know, it's you go to this period, then you do this, and you do this, mm-hmm. and you have practice after, then your homework or whatever. And so it's like we kind of always have those types of routines, but then in our, you know, so-called free time or as an adult now, especially adults mostly kind of working from home and or maybe if you don't have to be in a place, um, it feels like it's like open season for like, damn, I got time. Um, and so maybe it's a little more difficult to keep those in place. But I've always like, I'm always changing my t- routines, changing a process, trying to figure out something. If it's if it's not one thing I'm trying to like tighten up on, it's another. And it's like, all right, let me try to make a routine for that. But it feels like also... Uh, some of those things kind of stick and then sometimes they just don't. Like even if you have a planner and you're like from eight to nine, there's nine to 10, there's 10, 11. And then somehow it's five o'clock and you're at the 10 a.m. task. And it's like, uh, you know, sometimes that still happens. I'm like, I don't really know what happened there or I do, but um, you know, sometimes it's hard to stick to and sometimes it isn't. And so what are like the keys to your routine or like making a routine that makes sense for you? Um, trial and error, I think is the biggest one. Like you said, like trying different things. Sometimes it works for a little bit and then it doesn't. And that's cool. And I think remembering that no matter what we write down in our planner, no matter what, you know, meetings we have in our Google calendar, whatever, like a lot of it is an, an ideal. Like ideally, this is exactly how everything will go. We're humans. Life happens. There's a lot of craziness going on right now and always, but especially right now. And just being flexible, but making sure that, you know, you spend that time. Something that has been a big key for me is, um, basically from our process episode, if you haven't listened to that, please go listen to the focus on the process episode, um, giving time blocks. So instead of like a to-do list for this, this, and this, it's like, no, I'm going to do, you know, 10 this minutes of writing. Work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this client's work for two hours or for whatever that day. And then switching it and just allowing myself to work within that. Like there is freedom in that instead mm-hmm. of like being very rigid about exact times and trying to check boxes. Yeah, that's an example of a way my routine has changed over time because I would try to put specific tasks and things always take longer than you think they're going to take or um, like you might get a phone call or something like that. But if you set aside like that block of what you're going to focus on, then it's just like you do as much as you can get done in that time and then you can move on. Um, Another thing with routines, I would say, is that They've changed over time because if I if I catch myself not really like doing a thing a certain way, like I'm like, all right, I'm trying this thing I heard somewhere or read about. And if it doesn't really work for me, I kind of just end up like assessing like, well, what is it? You know, what is it about this that's not working? Um, what's going on? And then I'll just try something new. So I, I'm always just trying something new until something fits. And then mm-hmm. to your point, as soon as something's not working or or if I feel like things aren't happening, it's always my fault. Like it's always because, oh, I stopped doing some process. Like 
And so it's kind of like being able to be self-aware of that and then revisiting. Like I'll notice you can, you can tell the difference like in my planner when I have more things in it um, and I actually putting in more hours versus when I kind of am a little more loose and like, Oh, I just put a couple of things down and like, I'm really not doing as much, you know? So like it literally correlates. And so it's like, Oh, you know what? I need to get back to setting my week, setting particular things or trying yeah. to fill up certain time with certain things. Because when you don't, you really can just kind of be out in the, in the abyss. And yeah, that's that huge mindset shift. Like, it's like, Oh, you know, I'm just being loose. I'm kind of going with the flow. And it's like, but then you feel bad cause things don't get done. And then you're stressed out about stuff. And then it's just a, a mess. And so, yeah, that's been very helpful, um, writing more things down. And and for me, even like committing times for things, people are like, oh, when can you meet next week? And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm open on whatever. And you know how that goes. Like y'all go back and forth. You never really set mm-hmm. a time. But if you email somebody like, hey, I'm available from 12 to 3 on Tuesday and Thursday. It's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. let's set an appointment. And so just moving forward a lot more intentionally um, and realizing that that doesn't actually take away from freedom has been great for me. Um, when thinking about your routine, has anything changed like specifically with COVID? Like you worked a lot from home or from other places um, before. Not, I mean, not because of COVID. Um, I've mostly always worked from home, so I don't think it changed too, too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My routine changed a lot. I had to figure out, like, first, like, how I was going to stay grounded, like, whenever I can't go, you know, to the parks or to different things. Like, mm-hmm. at first, like, when we were on lockdown, so figuring out what my self-care looks like, um, that's a huge thing that is important to make sure you have a routine and whatever that looks like for you. So getting my self-care routine down, that was, like, the beginning part of COVID. And then trying to figure out when I'm teaching all these damn virtual classes, like, I get to teach all of these virtual classes, like, what that <laughs> looks like in my schedule and like not being at the gym and then trying to figure out how to work out whenever there's not. So I think when you have a little bit more free time, not having to go places. Um, yeah, but then it's a lot harder, like teaching from home. Like, it's just weird for me. Like Mm -hmm. teaching like classes from the crib is odd. And I feel like, you know, whenever I know I have to be at the gym at a certain time, I plan things around it. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. well, I know I'm gonna be here. So then after this, I'm gonna go to the bank. I'm gonna go do this. I'm gonna go do this when I'm at home. I'm like, eh, let me just teach my class and then I'm drinking mm-hmm. coffee and now it's 4 p.m. and I'm like, ah. One thing in general, though, about like working from home that I've paid more attention to maybe in the last few months is that like I, I notice that, sure, I might procrastinate getting started on my work sometimes, but then I notice that even when I'm taking a break, I like will procrastinate taking the break. So it's like, um, you know, if my if I'm doing Pomodoro and it's my five minute break and it's like, oh, take a break. And I'm like, oh, I'm right in the middle of the thing. So I like keep going a little bit more, keep a little bit more. And then when I get to the break, then the break ends up being like longer than it's supposed to be. And it's just like, I don't know. It, it's sometimes it's so hard to start and stop. Um, but then I, I would notice when I'm paying attention to how I spent my time that sometimes my breaks is like mad long. And it's like, dog, like. The break's supposed to be short and you're supposed to just keep moving through the work because it's like the longer you break, the more you're like, yeah, I think I'm done for the day type thing. Um, And so like just being more aware of how much time I'm spending in like these different kind of spaces, I think has been important for me because in your planner, of course, you don't be putting that much time for like breaks necessarily. Um, Or I might put like a little hour for lunch. The next thing you know, it's like three hours later because now after you eat, you're kind of like, hmm you know, just kind of sitting there a little bit or scrolling or whatever it is. And next thing you know, you're wasting so much time with that. And so um, I really pay attention to what I would do when I was trying to avoid 
doing work um, and then try to cut those things and or set time aside to do them. So like even with things like social media, instead of being like, oh, I'm not getting on social media, I would just set like certain times that I can use it or certain times that I get on. Um, And like you said, I think in the last episode, like I would notice if as soon as I hit kind of a wall or like, I don't really want to do this right now. Then you pick up your phone and it's like noticing like, no, I'm trying to avoid this (laughs) right now. Get back to it. Um, so I think I just kind of noticed those things, like what I try to avoid and how much time I spend on the downtime and versus my productive time. I think knowing how you spend your time is super important. You may think you do, but like, if, have you ever, have you ever kept a time journal? Like just to see where your time goes, like written, like, Oh, I did this. this." Yeah. When I used to use, um, what's the name of it? I think harvest, um, and then I used to put a lot of people back on this in the day. Now I would like fresh books my time when I'm working. So I kind of see that. But um, when I used to use Harvest, I would put every single thing like that I was doing on a day. Like, even if I was chilling or whatever, like um, I would hit the timer and like, what am I doing? Hit the timer. What am I doing? Hit the timer. What am I doing? And that's really how I first started noticing how much time I was spending doing like BS type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or where it feels like, man, it feels like I've been busy all day, but then you look at it and it's like, mm, busy doing like not the important things. Um, and so that is a, a very good thing to recommend. Like if you're, if you want to understand how you use your time to like really like time everything or, or write down the time for everything and you'll really kind of be more aware of what you're focused on the most. Yeah. What surprised me a lot is I realized that like people, especially like in this COVID time, like people call me a lot <laughs> and I realized like, damn, I'm spending a lot of time on my phone right now. Like not like talking to people mm-hmm. or doing other things. And I'm like, oh man, like what? And I mean, social media is obvious. My screen time be killing me every week. Yeah. But I mean, I, I definitely think you should set times for that. So I'm trying to remember who it was I was listening to. Cause it was, it was one of these podcasts, like literally the other day. And this guy was talking about how he's like, yeah, get up. No, he's like by from four to six or four to six or four to seven, I'm working on like my writing. Then I do whatever um, with his kids. And then he does this. And he's like, then he doesn't check any email before like 12. And then he was like, and now I'm at the point where I check my email twice a week. Um, and he's like training other people too to like, no, like that's what your schedule is. So if something was important, you hit me or hit my phone or whatever. But also it's like, I don't, you know, you don't have to answer calls at a certain time or you don't start your day on social or you don't start your day doing certain things because that's not really being in control of what you're consuming versus if you get up and you start doing that thing that you want to do. And so I think you can kind of train people. I've tried to do that where I don't really respond to emails like super fast or like, the same day at all sometimes too because it's like bro if it was that important you, you know hit me but also sometimes I'll be wild and it's like all right girl you should have like handled that but um <laughs> but it's kind of is more freeing I mean if that's what we're talking about with this episode routine and being free is that all right I have set times that I do things when I want to do them um and that's fine and you can get kind of other people on your program mm-hmm. and you have to figure out what that looks like for you and what that is. Man, you talking about that podcast makes me think I was reading something in Napoleon. Like apparently he didn't respond because, you know, back then they used letters. <laughs> and so he like mm-hmm. wouldn't respond to letters and it would be things. And he would be like in two weeks, like it would everything would be OK. I, I said that in one of these episodes before I told that story. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's where it like was. he had a thing where he's like, yeah, don't don't open it until a certain time because if it's still a problem, then it matters. If it's, if it's not a problem, like it'll deal with itself. Mm-hmm. And so it's no need to rush to like treat everything so urgent or treat everything like it's a fire. 
um, especially when it's coming from other people versus, um, you know, you being focused on the things right in front of you at the time. Absolutely. And then that frenetic energy of dealing with everything like it's a fire and having to put stuff out and running around just carries over into every part of your life. And that's just not, mm-hmm. not the business. Um, whenever you create your routine for the week, like how, do, what does that process look like for you? Um, the first things I do is go through and put down meetings, like ongoing, like client things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I put those things down then I will put in my gym time, but which that doesn't take anything. That's five in the morning on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then when I see the rest of my open space, I start to fill in with a business development or business growth type things that are times, not things that I need to do, but times to work on those particular things. And then I fill in with, um, then I then I look at the time that's left, and I try to set calls. So like any calls or or things I need to set, I try to say, hey, I have this time or that time, and I set those. And then with the time that are left, then I block them to work on client stuff uh, because if I already put like client meetings, then that's the only thing that has to be like at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I usually just kind of go in stages of different pieces and block them off and add in as I feel important. Um, but I don't put in a planner necessarily like a morning routine um, or my night routine. Um, what are other things? They're like There's other aspects, I think, to routines that you, you can know or put in there, um, but I don't necessarily write those things down. And for your free time, do you ever schedule any of that stuff or you just look at what's open and then that's just spend it however? For my free time? Mm-hmm. Like on, in your calendar or like whenever you're just chilling? Like do you like schedule times to chill and all that? Mm, no, I don't really schedule time to chill. So every once in a while I'll make like a, a Wednesday or Thursday like my kind of free day or something. Or like I'll maybe block. But only if – but I, I tend to say like what that thing's going to be. So I know like if I'm like I want, I'm going hiking or if I'm doing something, then I'll put that down. Um on like my planner, but I don't just be like, oh, I'm for sure not going to do anything for these two hours because I got work to do. So <laughs> I don't really live like that. But lately I, I have stopped. Um, I don't really do as much on the weekends or I haven't this weekend. I need to um, based on how I did for the week. Like if I did too much other chill time. Um, but I like that freedom to be able to work on my weekends if I want to or not. But I haven't in the last probably a couple months, honestly, on the weekend. So I've just been kind of chilling more. Um, but I don't fill that in with what I'm going to do all the time. Yeah, I don't either. And the way I set my routine is pretty similar. It's like meetings or classes that I'm teaching or things that like can't be moved. Like when I'm working with clients, put all that stuff down first. Then I put my workouts in and then just schedule everything out past then. But whenever you are thinking through your routine, um, here are some buckets and some things just to think through. So if you do have a morning routine or an evening routine, You want to make sure that you do that if that's like writing 10 minutes in the morning or whatever those things are, making sure that you give yourself enough time for that. What's a good morning routine? Um, To each their own. But mine looks like I wake up and then I meditate and I lay down in my bed and meditate, which you're not supposed to do. But, you know, here we are, um, human. Do that. And then I uh, think about things that I'm grateful for. And then I journal. So I've been spending at least 10 minutes every morning journaling. Um, that's the goal. Some mornings it's five, but like I, I, I do that every single morning before I do anything else. And I don't check my phone 
or get on social media for like the first hour that I'm up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some good things to consider for a morning routine are to to not be on your phone for a certain amount of time, um, to meditate or to breathe or to practice gratitude or take a moment to make sure like the first things you're saying are thank you or thinking about what you're thankful for at that point. Um, moving your body, I think is good in the morning. Um, for me, like my cup of coffee with my music, um, what else? And then, um, kind of thinking about like what impact you want to have that day or, um, you know, out of the things you have planned that day, like, all right, I have this meeting, that meeting, like, what do I want to make sure is done from that meeting? Or, you know, what do I want to kind of get done today? What's like the big, you know, point of, of what I'm working towards today. Um, and so kind of just setting, I think your intentions and setting your vibe and your mood early before you start working is important. Mm -hmm. Making sure you set the tone for your day and you get to create great days. Um, we talked about work, thinking about health, making sure that you're putting those times in there. If it's walking, running, working out, whatever those things are. Um, I have lately been scheduling creative time and not saying like, oh, I'm going to go do this and do this and do this, but like leaving blocks like in an evening, you know, just for a couple hours for me to do whatever I feel like doing creative wise, but making sure I'm very intentional about putting that, like setting aside time for it. For a few weeks, I tried to um, set brainstorming time, like 30 minutes every day. And I just did not stick to it. I couldn't stick to it because I think I tend to only like if I have something specific on my mind or something I'm working on, like, all right, maybe I need to sit down and think about that. But it was hard for me to just stop everything or if I was tired like you know it feels like your brain needs to be more like awake to brainstorm Mm -hmm. and maybe that's maybe something I should try in the morning but it ended up kind of being like an end of the day thing or like a little bit later in the afternoon um and I just I couldn't really stick to it so I stopped doing it so again like going back to the beginning where it's like you know if there's something I keep putting down but I'm I'm not really doing it and it's like uh, all right let's you know get that out of here but um but it was cool though because when I would set time to brainstorm you know, I think about what's the biggest questions or the biggest kind of things going on right now and just want to, you know, write stuff and just see what happens. And it was kind of cool, but then it also just ended up getting kind of pushed to the back burner. Mm-hmm. I like the intentional time for brainstorming. I would definitely have to be in the morning. I've been playing myself trying to read at night. Mm-hmm. I know damn well that it, I'm not, I'm going to fall asleep. Like I can't. So I have to make sure because I want to read um, more intentionally, at least, you know, 20, 30 minutes a day. So I got to do that earlier on because my night when I had to like stop lying to myself, I even stopped putting it on my calendar. Um, do you have any thoughts about your nighttime routine? Um, I like to also not be on my phone <laughs> right before I go to sleep because the blue light and then just the, the energy sometimes from social media or from whatever I'm on. Um, I do like some type of stretch or meditation, some type of mindfulness, like movement, something, nice little stretch. Sometimes I journal before I go to sleep. And then I give myself time to wind down um, instead of like just, okay, I'm going to go to bed at 10 and hopping in the bed at 10. It's like, no, I give myself time to wind down. I close my computer, turn off, you know, like get off my phone, maybe do a face mask, do something like self-care related, and then give myself like 20, 30 minutes to just decompress from the day. Mm-hmm. I think all of those are good things to do. Um, that made me think about because I I've recently like started dating a little bit more seriously. That how much that your routine can change based off of like where you're at or like where you waking up or what you're doing, and 
it makes it a little bit more difficult. And I've noticed that I'll get real irritated kind of from like, oh man, I'm not really, you know, I'm waking up at nine or later or I'm up mad late because like I'm over here like watching something or hanging out, you know, which is not a bad thing to do. But I, I think it's important also to think about like, all right, as you are with other people or if you have a family, um, you know, there's so many other things that come up or that you may think about and it may be a little harder to stick to a routine, but I guess that's then also where you kind of have to have your certain boundaries. Like, you know, you can you can be cool and be like, all right, if things are getting done, things are getting done. But if they're not, you know, that could be real agitating, especially for me, because like I just I have to feel like I'm being productive or like that's my thing. Like I feel good if I felt like I was productive. And so, you know, making sure that you don't lose sight of your routine and or maybe adding that time with another person can can be added to your routine to where, okay, if I know 5 a.m. is my gym time on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, then those aren't the nights that I'll probably hang out. Or, you know, maybe I'll just be a little bit more intentional about what I'm doing. And so I think it's important to be flexible and think about other people as well um, and how your relationships fit into your routine. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And even um, at the beginning of COVID, I started scheduling like on my Every week I wanted to call a friend I hadn't talked to just like to like catch up with people. And so even, you know, thinking about your routine, like being intentional with the people that you care about, you know, checking in on people, family, friends, whoever, um, yourself, especially. So your alone time, thinking through um, also rest, like time for rest, time like downtime, like chill time, making sure that you're creating mm -hmm. space for that is super important. And one thing I for sure learned in the last month or so is that when I would have my rest time, I would be on my phone and I'm like, yo, like I do not feel rested, like, or not rested, but it didn't feel like a real break or I didn't feel rejuvenated. It felt like I was still working because I was still processing too much stuff. And so one thing I really did recognize is that when I'm taking a break or like those five minute breaks between my work times or the little bit longer break or whatever, to actually just get completely off of my phone is much better because my brain is just still working, working, working. And sometimes I would, feel even more drained as if I was working just from doing other things and like talking to people or chatting and all of that too. So making sure like your rest really is your rest. Um, one thing for me during the day that's part of my routine also is with my entertainment time and like TV time, I usually, um, I always watch something while I'm eating. So that's, that's usually like my time where I'll, I'll put on something on TV during lunch um, or during dinner. And it's so funny because I might, it might only take me like 10 minutes to eat. And then when I'm done eating, like I just turn it off. Um, but it kind of just takes me away from like trying to eat while I'm working or, you know, whatever. Like, and also from watching stuff while I'm trying to work or trying to do other things. I don't really watch a lot of stuff while I'm doing other things. Um, but I do like that. And so, you know, being able to kind of try new things, see what feels good for you, what's working, um, is helpful. Like there's no necessarily a thing, but you know, you know, what's holding you back and you know what things like are distracting you or whatever. Um, and you can maneuver accordingly. Absolutely. And something else that changed for me is like, I know that I need a little bit of a buffer time. Um, for example, like if I teach a class, I know like I need at least 10 minutes before I hop yeah. on a call or do something else. Like I need that time for myself to reset, to check in with myself, to just do whatever, to not be having to be productive in that moment, like just letting myself wind down. Like after working out, I know I'm going to be down for a little bit. After eating, I know I'm going to struggle a little bit. Mm -hmm. Like, and so thinking- I try to eat lunch late as hell. I'll be like, after lunch, it'd be bad. Over. It's bad. I might not even come back to my stuff, to be honest with you. Over. It's bad. 
Um, but that's a good point too, because now with so many like video meetings and stuff, and it seems almost like we're having more meetings um, recently. It's like, after all the talking, it's like, yo, I, I learned, like, I can't schedule like two things back to back um, or after a particular meeting, like it needs to be some time before the next thing. Um, Cause it just feels like not just kind of draining, but also it's like, all right, we don't have 50 meetings in a row. And now I got like 10 hours of actual work. So, and then I'm, I don't do it or I might not do it. And so just being aware of like how much energy do you need? Your energy is important to factor into your routine and what are those energy boosting activities you do and what are the draining ones and then how, where can you put them in your day so that you can be most effective for whatever it is you need to do. Ooh, that was good. I that was good. That's I ain't that thought about that before. <laughs> that might be the clip. That's going to be um, the clip for sure. Yeah, but assess assess how your energy goes, man, because that's the key. Absolutely. And this is an episode about routine, but it's really about setting your life up in a way that feels good, that supports you, and that you and can be successful effective. in. Yeah, like where can you be? How can you be more effective? How can you be more um, productive and successful? How can how can you spend your time so that you do have the freedom to do those things? And so, creating your life in a way that you can do that. Mm-hmm. Then this week's question of the week: When is the last time you changed your mind? Hmm. Um, I don't know if this is exactly the last time. It changed your mind about something particular, like a belief, or not, it doesn't matter. Um, I would say the last time I changed my mind was when uh, maybe a couple of months ago, I, I don't know if I should get too specific, but I will. It's 33 minutes in, so people might still be listening. Um <laughs> I was kind of interested in somebody and I didn't say, really say anything. Cause I was like, eh, I don't really know. Like, you know, which is fair. I was like, oh, I don't really know. I don't. So I'm just going to chill. And then they started dating somebody and I was like, Oh damn, I actually kind of like feel like I missed out a little bit or not that I missed out. Like fuck them. But also <laughs> like, I was like, Oh, I should, maybe I should have said something. Um, and so I decided to change my mind about, my approach to being open about um, or being open with people in general in that mm-hmm. regard. And it's so interesting because immediately because of that, um, I ended up going out with somebody a couple weeks after that, or maybe like a week after that, because because of that, I hit somebody up. I was like, hey, you know, I heard you're in town if you want to hang out. I wasn't really trying to like do nothing, but, you know, I was like, whatever. And I had such a good time and like, in that time, I was like, oh, I'm about to do this all different. And I feel like I tend to do that in general with things. Like once I decide like, okay, I'm going to do a whole different approach or like I'm going to be not be the Lex that I usually am with some things. Um, and I did a completely different approach and was like, I'm going to be open. I'm going to, you know, go into this differently. I'll ex- I'm going to be more expressive, et cetera. And I did. And then it like ended up being like really awesome. So I was like, oh, that was a perfect lesson at the perfect time. Cause I, you know, with the other person, I was like, oh man, I kind of, I should have said something. And now it's weird. Cause like, I, don't, I ain't trying to be that person. Now that you talking to somebody like, oh, well, what up? <laughs> right. Maybe you think <laughs> twice and like, nah, cause I don't know what I want to do with you. I was just, you know, I was just interested. Um, it wasn't that deep, but also I was like, yeah, I don't want that to happen again. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I changed my mind about the way I would approach those situations. That was fire too. Um, and it's always right on time. <laughs> that will not be. I don't know. Um, now, look, now I'm getting proposed to and shit. So, damn, here we go. Oh, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> um, irresistible. 
That's Can why I you, sing? That's why you looking at her like that on the video. <laughs> right. Every time on the freeze clip. Well, it's like, <laughs> so lovingly. Get somebody that looks at you the way that I look at Lex. <laughs> um, when's the last time I changed my mind? So I'm in a constant state of questioning why I believe things or why I don't do things or why I do things. And so I've been doing that. I've been changing my mind about a lot of things. It's like, oh, you know, I'll never smoke weed. Like, that's not my thing. Why not? And then trying it and seeing. Like, I no longer believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> And so just yeah, thinking man. of things like that, like why don't you do something? I'm, a, I'm just not a person who does that. Why not? And then just challenging myself on that and really figuring out if it's a belief because it's something I truly believe or something that I don't want to do, something I don't care for, or it's just something that I've been socialized to like not do or not want to do or just to be that way. And so I've been changing my mind a lot lately, but having a lot more fun. Yeah, you have to stay open to um, exploring things. And then, I mean, you, you make sure like all right, is this effective or not? Or was that good for me or not good? And as you see, like, oh, that's not, you know, a bad thing or this is helpful or different or whatever, or Mm -hmm. now I'm more open, then, you know, you're moving accordingly and kind of becoming more of who you really want to be, I guess, instead of what you think you should be doing or think you should be. Like in our last episode. (laughs) Go back and listen to it if you want to figure out who the real you is and how to move through that. Thank y'all for listening. Please leave us a review. Share this with someone who you think might benefit with their routine and creating a life that they love. And we'll holler at y'all next week. Peace.